This is Father John McGowan from San Alfonso Retreat House in Long Branch, New Jersey. Today, uh, the church celebrates the feats of St. Martha. Martha was one of the three intimate friends of Jesus. It was Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, their brother. There's no common feast for the three of them. Only Martha is honored with the feast day. Many people identify Mary with Mary Magdalene, and this error was promulgated in the Middle Ages. But Martha will always be remembered as the one cooking supper for Jesus. She's the patron of the innkeepers and hotels. Mary and Martha are held out as examples for contemplative and the active life. Christian perfection can be attained in either state of life. Jesus says Mary chose the better part, and yet if it wasn't for Martha, there wouldn't be any supper. We need to be active, but we also need to sit at at his feet as well. Jesus had special human friends, just like we do. There were places and people we like to visit on a day off where we can be ourselves and take off our shoes and relax. And after working hard, Jesus stopped at their home. He had a rest. This is one of the blessings of our life. Thank God for our friends, our family. Some are cheerleaders, some are harassers, some are spiritual guides, some are prophets. But we need all four. I think all of us are partial to Martha because most of us are just like her. And today's gospel is a wonderful story. It happens after Lazarus died and was entombed. Jesus got word that he is sick, but he delays four days before going to Bethany. And in today's gospel, Martha is true to her character. She hears that Jesus is coming, so she runs to meet him. Martha loves action. Mary sits at home. She is still sitting at home. But Martha is up and out to meet Jesus. Mary lingers. And then she says the most human sentence in all the Bible. It's a half a reproach, and it's a statement of faith. She says to Jesus, if, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. What she would have liked to say was, you got our message, why, why didn't you come at once? And now it's too late. But then she speaks words of faith. She says, Even so, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. And Jesus says, your brother will rise. And Martha answers, I know he will rise on the last day. This is startling too because most in the Jewish tradition had no belief in any real life after death. Most people believe that 
After death came silence in the land of forgetfulness. Sheol was not a place of torture. It was a, the land of shades, a vague, shadowy, strengthless, joyless, ghostly kind of life. That was the belief of by many of the people in the Old Testament. The Sadducees believed in no resurrection. The Pharisees believed in some life after death. And Martha declares her belief in eternal life with, I know he will rise on the last day. And then Jesus gives her and us those wonderful words, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And whoever lives will never die. Do you believe this? Then comes the great Christological expression of faith. Yes, she says, I am convinced that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. Way to go, Martha. So Mary may have chosen the better part, but Martha has spoken the better, the best words. In her great declaration of faith, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. These are words of great importance because these words are used today in the rite of Christian initiation for adults. Her words revive our hope and give us great consolation as they did to Martha when she knelt at Jesus' feet with her petition and wasn't at all worried about getting supper ready. So both Martha and Mary in their different ways found the one thing necessary. The one thing necessary is to respond with love to Jesus who is in our midst. St. Martha, pray for us. Thank you very much. God bless you. Have continued to have a safe and happy summer.